0: Yeah. Uh, I hate that so much.
1: I'm glad we played it.
0: Um, I think that was so festive. <laughs> so festive. So festive. Because I love Christmas. Yep. It's our Merry Krampus <coughs> episode. That's right. Because don't really like Christmas that much, but we love us some horror. Yep. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am fanficantastic. Oh, you oh, said am, the thing. I did. I said the thing. <laughs> this is, by the way, fanficantastic. Yep. Yeah, I'm Sarah. I'm Ashley. And I'm doing my disclaimer right up front this time. That's right. It's a Christmas Uh, miracle. It is. Uh, This podcast may contain strong language, very strong language, (laughs) inappropriate content, and things that may get you reprimanded at work. So please listen with headphones and away from your very, very tiny people. Or easily offended people. Or easily offended people. Because if they're easily offended... Fuck them. They can find another podcast. <laughs> you can go elsewhere. I also, dis- I it before I it You did. It's really good. It's Christmas miracle. Uh, again. Yeah, it is. Uh, we're back after a few weeks. Yeah. You know. Holidays. Uh, holidays. Shit and also, happens. I was moving. Yeah. That's right. I, I actually got a new house. Now we're neighbors. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's fan <coughs> It's fan it is, it is. It's a magical, magical experience. One day you're going to wake up and be pressed against your windows, like, staring in, because I know where you live. would be terrifying. It wouldn't, because I'd be wearing some kind of really cute hat, <laughs> some kind of festive hat, A festive perhaps, hat. and my Rocket Man glasses, so I would just be the belle of the ball. Okay. Yeah. But it would still be creepy if I was just, I'm like, carrying you know in window. terrifying.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... Cool, it's our Christmas, uh, and uh, I want to tell everybody a, a fun story of how we both had presents we wanted to give each other. Right. Not necessarily, I mean, they are Christmas presents, but they're not actually Christmas presents, because you and I give each other presents <laughs> fairly right, yeah. regularly, um, but uh, I walked into Sarah's house tonight, and I saw a pile of things in my seat where I usually sit, including a pair of socks that say Santa Jaws on them, and there are little sharks wearing Santa hats. And I started laughing because I had bought Sarah the exact same socks, <laughs> That's right.
0: and this is why we're friends. So why we're friends? Because part of us is just the exact same person.
1: Yep. <laughs> uh, and uh, and we were talking about we we save articles mm-hmm. to share to each other when we are, are going to podcast. And I had an article saved. No, Siri, don't talk to the. Don't do that. Don't. I had an article saved that. Um, I was gonna share with Sarah and then she sent it to me. So so we have that in common already too. So, so should we talk about that article? Because it's about... kind of it's, it's kind it's of super it is also a Christmas miracle.
0: <laughs> it is, but not the Christmas miracle that most people would want. <laughs> it's except amazing. except maybe us. I wanna go see it. Um I just really after am gonna go to the beach now, I'm gonna think about this story. Yep. Nope. And have so much joy.
1: Okay, who's who's gonna read the story? Um,
0: I think you should read the story.
1: Alrighty, um,
0: thousands.
1: This is from Unilad. Thousands of penis fish <laughs> washed ashore on a California beach. That's right. Thousands of penis fish, and you look at the pictures, and they look like dicks.
0: They do indeed. <laughs>
1: they're they're they some kind of like worm dicks. thing. But um, those are dicks. They're dicks. They're dicks. They're dicks. So it says thanks to David Attenborough's Blue Planet series. Everyone knows how weird the fish can weird the fish can look. Everyone remembers that strange fish with the balloon head, right? Well, this quote-unquote fish discovered on a beach in California takes weird to a whole new level. Dubbed the penis fish. Thousands of them washed up on Drake's Beach, California, leaving local residents completely stunned of the likeliness that the fish holds to a certain part of
0: the male body. Yup.
1: It's the part that makes the male body.
0: Yeah, it really is the part that makes it a male body.
1: (laughs) The official name for the interesting creature is a fat innkeeper's worm. Which feels real judgy. Like, why is the stratum
0: keeper? Judgy.
1: Uh, a name which they get because they live and burrow in sand and mud that often contains other animals. Interesting. A property developing fish. Yeah, that's the weird part. The right? sea of these uh, penis fish was spotted by biologist iva, Ivan Parr on December 6th after a storm hit the area. The phallic-looking fish is actually a food delicacy in Korea and Japan. I can't get through this
0: article. Yeah, but remember, they also eat, like, anything Uh, that looks like a dick uh, is considered, like, in, you know, some areas to be... That's true, like,
1: healing. Yeah, Yeah.
0: have medicinal properties. That's
1: very true. You know, give
0: you a boner.
1: (coughs) And to make the idea of eating one even worse... They're often eaten raw with just salted sesame oil or with red chili paste known as gochujang. The icing on the cake is that the delicacy is known as ho. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's magic. The Koreans Um, and Japanese... It's spelled (laughs) H-O-E. The Koreans and Japanese aren't the only predator, though. Apparently, otter's. (laughs) Flounders, sharks, and rays, and gulls are all known to eat them, too. No, like, one, no one can
0: resist the lure of the penis fish.
1: Okay. <laughs> one California local on Facebook said, Oh no, the weenie worms are getting stranded again. We don't call them weenie worms anymore, though. The animal scientifically known as the Eurekus caput now has the more dignified common name of fat innkeeper worm which doesn't change what it closely yeah, it resembles. it makes
0: it so much better yeah, that they just call it the no, fat innkeeper It's worm. bad.
1: So whilst the rest of the world will be doing double takes at the pictures it appears that the weenie worms are frequent visitors at that beach in particular. <laughs> Another social media user said, naturally, 2019 closes with thousands of 10-inch pulsing penis fish stranded on a California beach.
0: Yeah. And if you want to go visit, said <laughs> Penis Fish Beach, you have to roll all the way up to um, north of San Francisco, which is where apparently... It's really fucking north. Yeah. Well, it's... um No, it's between San Francisco and Santa Rosa. Okay, so it's not... Just like on the coach. Yeah. yeah, it's like six hours from here, at least. It's eight. Not from... It's eight to San Francisco. Well, if you drive. Yeah, I guess. That's true. <laughs> I always stop in Santa Cruz. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Anyway, we digress. Um, it's up north, so you can go stroll to Drake's Beach, home of the penis fish, yeah. and uh, do a little digging if they haven't washed up on shore. Well, yeah. my article continues, though. Okay. Yep.
1: To make matters even worse, and to further aid in its name of penis fish... When the tide is in, the worm slides up to the chimney of its burrow and exudes a sticky mucus net from a ring of glands. Sometimes you can see these mucus nets looking like decayed jellyfish draping around
0: the burrowed entrance. So when the tide's out, they just. Yep. Awesome. <laughs>
1: the worm continues to secrete as it slips lower into the burrow, generating a slime netting that stretches from the chimney into the worm's mouth. Gross. Uh, just
0: throw up my mouth a little bit. <laughs> and that's the end of the article. All right. And in case you're saying, like, Ugh, Unilad, this is bullshit. No. Um, I also found it on CNN. Yeah. Is the article that I sent Ashley. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. It's in all kinds of places. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, if you were going to post a picture of the penis fish, but oh, bad. they yeah, literally have like little, but the tops of them kind of look like little titties, like the very, very top because it has like a little, like,
1: perp, yeah, nipple. I mean, they look like unclipped dicks. Yeah.
0: But yeah, they de- there's definitely a little pointy. Pointy tip. <laughs> yeah, but they're 100% dick-like. <laughs> with like a little the, although I have to say like the tip of the one in the image from CNN mm-hmm. looks like those cupcakes you made for my bachelorette party oh yeah looks just, she made me tip cupcakes for my bachelorette party mm-hmm. um, and, they and a penis ju- cake and a penis cake so it's like yep. if you took both of those together you mm-hmm. get a penis fish Yep. which is real fucking weird
1: I was so proud of the pubic hair on your penis cake <laughs> it was really impressive I, uh, I tossed some uh, shredded coconut in cocoa powder and used it for the balls. And a it looked realistic ball hair. Really like.
0: It was a solid peanut cake bean yeah. Which I still have the pan. Excellent. We can make lighthouses <laughs> and. Wizards. Wizards. Oh and don't forget we can make a, um, a farmhouse or a silo. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. So many other so options many for, for the cake. Penis mold. That's right. You can make just a really fat man with a very tall hat. <laughs> A little gnome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Other penis fish. <laughs> I should make a penis fish Just cake. You have to like cut off one of the balls so it actually <laughs> is penis it, fish cake. It's like
1: weirdly pink gray cake Yeah. frosting. It's not appetizing colored. It's not. I mean, it's, it's fine for penis color, but for cake,
0: weirdly pink gray is not. It's not your typical. It's not yeah. my cup of tea. It's like when you make those cakes that are supposed to look rotten. And you're like, I know this tastes good because I made it. But it looks like this thing has been sitting out for weeks. Can't do it. And it might be moldy and gross. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I have a hard time. I, like, that would give me a really hard time. But I even have a hard time when they do cakes that are supposed to be, like, of people's faces. And
0: you cut into it. Oh, like that trend of where they used to make them... Like the baby shower cakes that looked like sleeping babies, yeah. And then you had to like cut into the yeah. baby, yeah. that's no, thank you. Weird. No thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd like to. I like my cake to look like cake. Yes, please. <laughs> not uh, <coughs> especially when they get like really realistic and like you know airbrush on details. Yeah. I'm like, please yeah. don't make them. I'm not a cannibal. I don't want to be one. No, no thank you. Like, I did make an armadillo cake one time because I love steel magnolias. but
1: that sounds adorable
0: it was it was real cute I even used like airbrushing things to make it you know Mm -hmm. and then inside it was red velvet and like raspberry jelly (laughs) because like you do yeah because it's an armadillo you know (laughs) what can you do All right. so my article that I saved to share with you is not any kind of new article (laughs) but because it's the most wonderful time of the year um and people It is are, not, you take that. It back is not right Halloween now. is the yeah, I was being sarcastic. Um and you know, people are breaking into houses and breaking into your cards and stealing all your shit. Uh I found an article called A Brief History of People Getting Stuck in Chimneys and Dying. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. So, uh, this is from Vice, and again, it's old, so it's 2015, because even after this, in 2017, uh, there was some guy that they call Criminal Santa, oh, God. who, um, yeah, tried to break into a place by crawling through the chimney, got stuff, and then called 911 <laughs> to have them come get him out. Aww. I know. That's embarrassing. Yeah, right? Like, that means you're a really, really bad criminal. Yeah. Okay, but this one. um, And then the tagline is, no joke, chimneys will fuck you up. (laughs) Which is pretty accurate. So, there have been a number of, you know, stories. Like, especially in, like, horror movies and things where, like, you know, the dad disappears and then, like years later, they oh, like yeah. you know going find to clean out, the
1: chimney and the body falls out right, with find out bones.
0: That Dad just tried to like be Santa and then got stuck. Yeah. Um. So, this article was from tw- November of 2015. Um. A, you know, person in Fresno County. Oh. Uh, was chilly, okay. so they lit a fire in their fireplace. You know, as you do. And heard someone starting to yell, <laughs> so he called, uh, you know, called like 911 and was like, "Hey, do you sniff out the fire? Hell no, well, I don't think so." Um, so you know, they like the, the fire was there, um, his house being filled with smoke because obviously the thing's going up the chimney. Yeah, uh, so he tries to put the fire out. And so we did try to put fire. Yeah. Out. He's nicer than I would be. <laughs> um, firefighters came, used jack cameras to break open the chimney, and found an asphyxiated random person. Did he die? In the chimney, yes. Oh, my God. He was deceased. Whoa. So they didn't know, like, who he was, how long he'd been there. Well, if uh, you heard yelling... But it's obviously a suspected burglar, because why else would someone be climbing down your chimney? Yeah. Unless you paid... And you would know if you, like, paid a chimney sweep to come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's creepy. Yeah. So, (laughs) they're like, and a rarity for these kind of stories, there were any Santa Claus jokes in most of the news coverage, which is just really depressing. So, chimneys, of course, are not the holly jolly thing to jump down, despite what Mary Poppins wants to lie to you about. Yeah. When all those chimney sweeps are up there tapping and dancing and acting like going down chimneys is the best thing. Um, this article points out that when the Grinch goes down the chimney and the, how the Grinch stole Christmas... Um, does remember How the Grinch Stole Christmas when the Grinch was climbing down that Whoville chimney and his feet started moving slower than his body and he got bunched up? There, that's a real way to get stuck, and it can kill you. Um, yeah. Yeah, because you get positional asphyxia. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You squish the air out of your own lungs. That's right. So since we've moved away from, you know, chimney sweeps... being like a common occurrence every day kind of thing. Um, And we have better technology. Yes. (laughs) Um, There have been fewer chimney sweeps dying in chimneys. That's good. Which is good. Um, Yes. So most in the 20th century, up until the early 20th century, there were still many cases of maintenance people getting stuck and occasionally dying in chimneys. Jeez. But, you know, as we improve our chimneys... That doesn't really happen. Um, but people still get stuck, and they die. <laughs> I yeah. shouldn't. I mean... I mean, no. Because some I, of them I are guess I'll like, Darwin
1: Award laugh at them.
0: Yeah, like, some of them are really, tra- like, you know, tragic. But, like, um, in 1977, in L.A., a mentally challenged 14-year-old kid oh. named Robert got stuck in the chimney of a halfway house, and... Possibly, you know, maybe he fell. Maybe someone killed him. That one is real That's tragic. Very sad. If you're a fucking burglar, though, yeah, we don't feel. Super yeah, bad. we don't feel bad for you. I'm no, not super bad. No. Um, there was a guy in London who, you know, probably I'm gonna go with he was probably a little bit under the influence of something. <laughs> um, decided to hang out on like over like on a chimney, sitting on the ledge, dangling his feet in. Why? For funsies, right? Yeah, because that's where I like to spend my time. That's how you keep your feet warm on a roof, hanging out on a chimney. Um, At least he he was trying to try and have sex with the chimney. True. That's probably there's probably someone that does that too. <laughs> um, he accidentally fell in. Oh yeah. But again, luckily managed to uh, slipped in, got stuck. Uh, managed to have a cell phone with him, so he was able to call nine one one.
1: Oh, uh, I f- excuse me can can you send an ambulance? I fell in a chimney. I was just hanging out up here. Oh, but like, it's,
0: he's English, right? Yeah. So, could you send a bus? Well, he was. I in, in London, who knows if he actually was yeah. British? Yeah. Um, in 1928, a six-year-old girl and a Aww. 19-year-old man disappeared together Weird. and wound up dead in a chimney. Oh, he was forcing the kid to clean
1: the chimney, and the kid got stuck, and I bet he went in after.
0: He's only 19.
1: Yeah, that, but true. it's 1928. He's probably been married for six years and has three other kids by that time.
0: True. Um, in 78, <coughs> in mm-hmm. of course, in L.A., <laughs> why not, um, L.A.P.D. found dead body in a chimney. Sure. Did no longer been there. Who the hell knows? Um, and apparently speculated, quote, the guy was hiding angel dust or something, you know, because <laughs> why else would you climb in a chimney? Um, and,
1: like it smells like dead things smell. How do you not just go, you, where is that coming no. from? I mean, if you're a serial killer and you've hidden the bodies, then you know why it smells. But if you're just like the average person mm-hmm. and your house starts to stink like rotting flesh, go look for it.
0: Ah, so that brings me to the next part of this thrilling story. Excellent. Again, from Vice hard, Vice hard. In Florida in 1986, a um, burglar tried to break into a house via the chimney. Again, okay. never a good fucking idea. It's not a good idea. Uh, the neighbors heard screaming the night of the break-in, but, you know, we're like, meh, and ignored Weird. it. Weird, it's just screams that happen. Right? A couple of days later, workers, I don't know if they were working at the house or near the house, heard tapping, <laughs> couldn't figure out where it was coming from. They ignored it. Two days after that, so this has been like five days. Oh um, The homeowners came home from their vacation to a house that smelled like decaying person. Yeah. Um, and Boy, then imagine opening the door to that. Oh yeah, especially okay in Florida. Oh yeah. No. So uh, this was in Florida in June. Oh, BT Dubs. No. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. So about five days later they opened the door, um, returned and discovered, you know, their house freaked like dead things because a decomposing burglar had been stuck in his chimney for four days. Oh yeah, good times. Uh that's a terrible way to die. Yeah. And a terrible way to end your vacation. Yes, that's <laughs> a terrible way to end the vacation. I'm such a fish for you. Um in New York, I oh, don't know you're laughing at this one. <laughs> burglar tried to break into a restaurant, got stuck on plumbing in the chimney, mm. um, and I, I'm not laughing because he died, I'm just laughing because when he was found, um, was found dead of asphyxiation with his legs dangling in full view of the morning crew when they came <laughs> to work. No. So they came in and there's just like Legs. legs. <laughs> Like, when you drive by those cars where they have, like, the Santa legs dangling from their yeah. trunk. Yeah. It was like that. <laughs> so fucking
1: awful. <laughs> Daniel, can you come over here, please? Do you see what I see? What, uh, Karen? I'm busy at the moment.
0: No. I'll be mean, like, um, no, I really think you need to come over here you need and to look at here. this. Like, because... I am not getting paid enough for this. Right? <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. So. This is going to bring down our
1: Yelp reviews. I just know it. I
0: know. <laughs> um, here we go. In 1985, in, uh, <laughs> in uh, California, not sure. all Uh San Jose, A this is from <laughs> the Reading Eagle newspaper. Um, man found stuck in a chimney of a house told sheriff's deputies he was looking for his eyeglasses. Oh, yeah, that's where I keep mine. They found him in the morning. Um, He said he'd been there since 6 the night before, explaining that he had climbed on the roof to recover a frisbee. He said he removed his shoes because the roof was slippery and they somehow fell down the chimney. When he looked down it, he said his glasses fell off and he climbed into the chimney to retrieve them. But deputies did not believe him and booked him on suspicion of attempted burglary. So he Mr. Magooed himself into the chimney. Well, so he claims, (laughs) because apparently he thinks I'm an idiot is a better thing than yeah, I was just trying to break into this house. Um, You know, so good times. I mean seriously, like these people are I like ridiculous. The, he took
1: off his shoes because they <laughs> were slippery. Because the
0: roof was slippery.
1: Well, you don't want to fall. Because like what, your your bare feet are suction cuppy like geckos? Maybe his were. Uh,
0: Maybe I had like weird gecko feet mutant. and Mr. Magoo eyes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I'm gonna say that if he had gecko feet, he would be less likely to be stuck in a chimney.
0: Yeah. Um, Unless he's got, like... It's true, because then you get, like, all all the way up, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. A woman in Riverside sure, was trying to get into her ex-boyfriend's house to steal her kids back and got stuck. We're going to stuff the kids up the chimney? I think she's trying to get in through the chimney, maybe, and then she's going to, like, take him out the door. I would hope so. (laughs) Um, They had to remove part of his wall to get her out of the chimney. Yikes. Which is freaky. That's going to be a messy divorce. Yes. Um, Here we go. A doc in Bakersfield in 2010, a doctor was trying to get her on and off, get into her on and off boyfriend's house while he was home. Um, So he was like, realized she was coming and like ran out the back door and she decided to, you know, break in through the chimney. Um, She's
1: like a smart person though, a
0: doctor. Yeah. Three days later. Uh, somebody who was house sitting for the guy, because remember, he eat it out, noticed the smell. Oh. Yeah. Like, so, because people, while well, Santa Claus, you know, can like twitch his little tiny magic nose and get yeah. up your chimney, you're not going to get up your no. chimney, especially no. if you, yeah, if small children get stuck. Yeah. You're going to You're going to get stuck. Yeah. So that's my cheerful, <laughs> cheerful Christmas well, tale thanks. of people getting stuck in chimneys. I feel so warm and fuzzy. I know, right? We should light a fire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I actually love my new fireplace. It's very cool.
0: Your fireplace is really cool. And it doesn't have anybody stuck in it. So, it nice. doesn't. And yeah. we verified that no one is an artist because we lit a fire last <laughs> week. Uh, the the smoke went up, and no one screamed. Nobody screamed. So good to go.
1: And it doesn't smell like dead people in here.
0: See, I always worry—not like dead people, but I always worry how my house smells. So
1: <laughs> that's—I think that's just a parent thing. I think people who are parents of children just sort of.
0: No, it was true before I had a kid, and now it's like worse because <laughs> you know my kid leaves like half-eaten string cheeses like under the sofa for later, <laughs> or a bag of one-bite apples. <laughs> that's my <Yep>. favorite. <laughs> It makes some damn good applesauce, though. Uh, can't believe she uh, ate one bite of every single freaking apple. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That
1: was the best part.
0: <laughs> it's, you know, that first bite is, like, all of the taste you need. Yep. Like, they say you only need one bite of dessert, which I feel like is a fucking lie. No, that's a lie. Because um, that's all you need to, like, enjoy the sensation. She was like, mm, okay, good. <laughs> Get a new one.
1: But you have to compare and contrast and see you know, which is the sweetest of the apples?
0: Yes. But you know what? Joke's on her because I, you know, evil queened that shit and they all were poisoned. They weren't. She didn't poison I her did. child. No, I'm her just her joking. Not... I right. even like organically yeah. fruit washed them.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. What's our fun story you got for us?
0: So tonight. <gasps> There's a little flower over there. You have a little flower. Why is there a little flower? Well, that was like real. <laughs> um, I don't know. <gasps> I have a flower over here, and it's also pink. We're flower buddies. All right. Uh, yeah. Have you <laughs> met my kid? Uh, who even knows where flowers come from?
1: I don't know, but I just had a little special moment there. You did, <laughs> and I think we should leave it in. It was real good.
0: <laughs> All right. So our story tonight, yes, is laying on me. The Marauders Visit, sorry, The Marauders Christmas with Krampus. I love it. By Operative18. On what site? fanfiction.net. Fanfiction.net! That's right, it's got an app. It does have an app. Can we talk about how much I enjoy just browsing (laughs) shit when I'm bored? (laughs) Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's got an app and there's a search function so you can, you know,
0: search for whatever your tiny, tiny dark heart just. Get some really
1: gross ones that I like, which we have not <laughs> done a gross episode in quite a while, and I f- feel time to
0: bring it, Well, you know, it's a new, it's gonna be a new season year. coming. Yeah, New Year. That's what I was like. Thanks. It's been a long day, um. So I, get, I think it's time to bring back the gross. Although, mm-hmm. again, I'm gonna have to call a pee wee if we Five Nights at Freddy's it because that was <gasps> real, I th- oh. real gross. Should we do a gross one when Annette's here? We totally should. <laughs> Although we already like you know wasted my sweet sweet Hogwarts castle having sex with a giant squid, <laughs> which is one of my favorites. But
1: if if I if she tells me if she tells us what her favorite fandoms are, oh I, I can, can tell f- you what a favorite fandoms find are. find one that just ruins it All for right. her, just really we'll, fucks we'll her up. We'll do that.
0: <laughs> All right. You know she listens to this podcast. I love you, Annette. Right.
1: I love you, Annette. But she's gonna
0: do it. I'm anyway. gonna do it. Yeah, I'm All gonna right. do it anyway. Okay. <laughs> So, this is The Marauders' Christmas with Krampus by Operative 18. Um, It is rated T for teens. That's right. Because Ashley vetoed my rated M for mature story.
1: It was about beating ponies to death.
0: Yeah, that's still a little dark. I will listen
1: to ponies have sex all day long, but if we start beating ponies to death, I'm going to get upset.
0: Yeah, that's true. I always get (laughs) sad when animals die in movies.
1: Yeah. Main character dies. Uh, not a big deal. Their uh, cat dies.
0: It's right. Fuck that now shit. Now we have issues. <laughs> yeah, if they had killed that cat and alien, I would have been upset. Yeah. It made it though. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Deck the halls with boughs of holly. I'm not going to sing because fuck that shit. Gangway, um, James Potter and Sirius Black zoom <laughs> past Remus on their broomsticks, causing Remus to freeze in place. B.T. Dubs, it didn't say that part. Stop, about hammer time. the fuck shit, that was just me. Yes. Um, all I wanted to do was hang ornaments. Is that too much to ask? Remus asked himself as he calmed down. Meanwhile, James and Sirius were tied neck and neck in their race around the grounds. They went crazy, doing spins, loop-de-loops, and sharp corner turns. There's the finish line. Eat my dust, Padfoot. In your... suddenly the two felt their brooms immediately come to a halt, and they flew off, rolled on the ground, and stopped right in front of Professor McGonagall. Do you two have anything to say for yourselves? Happy Christmas, James <laughs> said weakly and then smiled widely. Hey, James, I think in we're British busted. voice. Fuck no, we've established my <laughs> accents are hot you, garbage. You can do it. No,
1: for me it's my Christmas wish.
0: <laughs> no, fine, messy guy doesn't do. Restricted to the castle, restricted to the castle grounds during holiday. Everyone else is going home, but not us. Nice plan, James. Serious, did I remind you the race was your idea? You're both idiots. No, shut up. Rima snaps at them while putting the finishing touches on the tree in the Gryffindor common rope. Still decorating the tree. Slow. <laughs> in any case, I'm really here to keep you company. I really don't want to travel home with my furry little problem popping up tonight. <laughs>
1: oh, ho, 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 ho. Are we sure it's rated right T for teens? <laughs> That's what she said. Uh,
0: what about you, Peter? Headed home. Serious asks to see Lay splayed on one of the couches. Naked. Nah. Sorry, I hate Peter so much. Peter Pettigrew was a bitch. Uh, nah, my mom and dad took a trip, so I'd be home by myself. And they don't really trust me in that kind of situation. No shit, because you're a fucking traitor. Peter explained as he kept moving the ornaments Remus put on to keep them evenly, evenly spaced. Yay. Besides, it's kind of my Christmas wish come true, spending more time with my friends over the holidays. I
1: hate him Ugh. so much. <laughs> <sighs>
0: mm. Mm. James looked at Peter. Hmm. Mine is to kiss Evans under the mistletoe. We know, Remus, Sirius, and Peter grumbled having heard the sentiment way too many times during the month. Personally, mine would be to have my furry little problem put to good use for once. <laughs> brown chicken bread, <brown> girl. <laughs> what about you, Sirius? I want to kill a monster, he stated, which cut him looks from the others. What? Uh, James walked to the fireplace. Well, I'm bored out of my mind. Let's say we go explore. McGonagall will kill us if she finds out Finds us wandering around," Remus remarked. "So we use stealth," James snapped back, pushing into the fireplace. The shenanigans. The mantles folded in, making a tunnel appear in the chimney. Gentlemen, our chariot awaits. A pleasure to scheme with you as always, my good man," Sirius mocked, and walked down the tunnel. And once more, my fine fellows, into the fray," Remus added, following Sirius. "I got the map," Peter muttered. <laughs> You've already turned him into a, a rat. Oh, he's, yeah, he's a little bitch. Uh, grabbing the folded piece of parchment and following the others, James followed behind, pressed against a brick, and the fireplace folded back in, giving the illusion that nothing had occurred. Man, it reeks in here. It's an ancient tunnel in a castle that was built 100 years ago and barely ever used. What'd you expect? James snapped as the four walked down with Peter Lee in the way, reading off the map. Okay, the next right should take us right into the Shrieking Shack, but straight would get us to the kitchen. At that point, Sirius looked left to see a tunnel strewn with ice all around it. What about left? There is no left on the map. At that, all of them stopped and turned to see what Sirius had discovered. The tunnel had icicles coming down from the top, a sheet of ice on the walls, and a coating of frost on the ground. Cool. This isn't on the map? Nope, see it for yourself. Peter handed the map to James, and according to the map, the tunnel didn't exist. Gentlemen, we're in uncharted territory. For once, the map is wrong. Let's rectify that. I'm all for exploring, but uh, which one of us is going to go down the icy tunnel first? The icy tunnel of doom first, <laughs> Remus sarcastically asked, and they all proceeded to try to enter at the same time, which made them squash each other. <laughs> one at a time, James remarked, and he proceeded first. Remus followed, then Sirius, and finally Peter at the rear. The tunnel didn't seem cold, just eerie, as if its mere presence was creating the cold. There's a door up ahead. Uh, come on, they arrived and easily pulled it open, having to avoid the occasional falling icicle. Inside, the room was filled with lit torches lying on the walls, dead plants lying on the floor and in the middle of the room. Is that a statue? Remus questioned the presence of a statue in what seemed, of what seemed to be St. Nicholas. A jolly, round man with a gleeful face and a long, flowing robe, holding a torch. Weird. Why would they put that in here? James walked toward the statue, his curiosity intrigued. However, Sirius noted something in the dead plants near James's feet. Want to guess? What's in the plants? A corpse. That was also my guess. <laughs> uh, prongs. <laughs> don't. But his warning came too late as James set off the trap panel and dove quickly to avoid the pendulum swinging down to chop him in two. As he hit the floor, the blade struck the statue, cracking it in the chest. The pendulum went back up, and James slowly got off the floor. What the hell was that, you shouted, only to hear a cracking sound. He looked back at the statue to see it cracking more, but it wasn't breaking or falling away, simply cracking along the surface. Hmm. I I have a feeling that it's not good. Peter mumbled as the statue creased cracking and blood started flowing out of the cracks. The liquid covered the statue until there was no white marble left showing, and then it started to change. That's right. The statue's features turned into something like a monster from the Defense Against the Dark Arts textbooks. It grew a fat, short, fat snout, long fangs and curved horns. The belly fell away and under the clothing, the robe turned to rough black fur. Its legs became like a goat or a bull. The robe aged from pristine to ragged and torn. The hands became longer and clawed, and the torch it was holding became a long, rusty chain with a hook. And it had no eyes, (laughs) just sockets filled with blood. What is that? Remus asked, cowering in fear near the door. The creature stared at them, stared down at them, and then pointed in their direction. You are naughty. Krampus will enjoy feasting on you, it growled out, its voice like a cat's nails being dragged across a flaming chalkboard. Oh. Intriguing offer. Let me offer a counterproposal. Run, James yelled as the four scattered to the door, racing down the tunnel. Krampus will find you. Him and his workers always win. At that, they heard a giant buzzing noise and saw a swarm of something rush toward them. They finally arrived at the end of the tunnel, and the others proceeded to go back to the common room. No, this way, to the kitchen, James shouted back, and the others changed course. They proceeded down the tunnel and stumbled out into the kitchen, rushing past a few house elves. They burst through the kitchen doors and found themselves face-to-face with Headmaster Dumbledore. Oh, hello, boys. Are you all right? Uh, Headmaster, would you be able to help us with a research project we're doing? Remus asked. (laughs) "'Dumbledore looked confused for a moment. "'Oh, of course. What are you researching? Shall we walk?' "'The Marauders followed Dumbledore down the hall. "'Tell me, Dumbledore, have you ever heard of some species called Krampus, "'big, furry, horned monster?' James asked bluntly. "'Well, actually, yes. Krampus is not a species, though. "'He is a single entity, the only one in the world like him. "'He is a malformed version of St. Nicholas, "'where St. Nicholas gives good children presents. Campus devours and mauls naughty children.' His helpers, the Frost Demons, can wield ice and snow in order to capture children. He is a most ancient legend, originating from Alpheimis, I believe. So, is he real or just a story? Because if he is, I'm a little worried, Sirius joked. Oh, I assure you, while Krampus is indeed real, he is contained. <laughs> nobody well, is shit. Mm-hmm, nobody is in any danger of Krampus this or any other year. Well, good night. I have some business to attend in my office. I love it when Dumbledore pieces out. He's like, things are terrible. Peace! <laughs> Gotta go do stuff. And with that, Dumbledore headed up the stairs to his office, leaving the Marauders behind to ponder what he said. James turned to the others. So we accidentally unleashed the demonic version of Santa Claus onto castle grounds, along with monster elves who hunt down naughty children, and we're at the top of the list. Yep, yeah, we really messed up this time, Peter added. Oh well, what's Christmas without a monster attack? Sirius remarked, causing the others to stare at him in confusion. Yeah. Glad one of us is being positive, Remus joked, and they walked away. Where are we going? Library. If we can find anything to help us beat this thing, it should be in there. Because, as Hermione always said, when in doubt, go to the library. Um, And so Krampus is just going to
1: hang out underneath the He's he's just going to stay?
0: I mean, I think that's what they're hoping. (laughs) Okay. Solid plan. Yeah. Just casually stroll. Yeah. Um, Let's see. James replied, and they came to a four-way intersection in the halls. James pointed right this way. As they turned the corner, they came face-to-face with an army of what looked like small skeletons made entirely out of ice with blood-red eyes and razor-sharp icicle teeth. The creatures all looked at the marauders and then chattered like a mob of insects. James pointed left. On second thought, I think it's this way. And it took off, springing down the halls, followed shortly by the frost demons. They're gaining on us. Sorry. (laughs) They're gaining on us. Really? Gee, Peter, we didn't notice. Incendio, James yelled, firing a firebolt and evaporating the first row of demons. The others repeated the action, and they made it inside the library, with none following them. They leaned against the doors, catching their breath. What are you idiots doing? They all jumped and whipped around. Wands of the Freddy, only to see Lily Evans standing there holding a herbology book. Stand down, men. Position 15, James muttered. <laughs> and the four relaxed and acted like everything was normal. I want to know what positions 1 through 14 are. I do too. Like, is one of them like the YMCA? Yes. That's 13. Yeah. One of them is like the scene of evil, of evil monkeys. <laughs> right, that's 9. Mm, one of them is like the um, hands on the hips staring into the distance. Oh, but one of them is, like, the hands on the hips in, like, Vogue. No, that's a whole different position. and when they're all hunched Vogue models. <laughs> this one is the, we're filming our um, album cover. Uh-huh. So we're all just, you know, pensively staring off into the distance. Oh, hand on hip, Thank two you. hands on hip, one maybe thoughtfully with the hand, hand on the chin. chin. What yeah. about um, heart hands? What number is that one? Oh, 69, dude. 69. <laughs>
1: Isn't sixty nine the 69th position?
0: Um, I think that'd be <laughs> really awkward with four of them.
1: Well, you just gotta use your imagination.
0: I mean, I guess I could like cross it, like do a double X. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, sure. And we'll as do long that. as they're not animals, it's right. not weird. Yeah, me. <laughs> Yeah,
1: sure. All right. <clears throat> Sorry. And not teenagers. In my head, every time we talk about teenagers, I upgrade them to college. Yeah. Yes, just for everybody. Uh huh. They're always
0: college age, because otherwise... Gross. Well, usually movies actually are, so... Yeah. It works. Okay. Lily, hi, what are you doing here? James shuddered with his current situation, chased by an army of monsters behind him and trying to bluff his crush in front of him. I'm staying on grounds because my parents said I have to start making more friends this year.
1: Ironic,
0: Sirius muttered, only to have James elbow in the stomach? What gives? James turned around to others and whispered, Look for anything on Krampus. I'll make sure she gets out of here safely. Go. The others scampered off, and James took Evans by the arm. Just call her a Lily, dude. That's cool. Yeah, it's weird. Well, you know, you should be getting back to the dormitory. Who knows what's happening out there in the halls. Snowball fights indoors. House elves using brooms as weapons. Giant monsters attacking. Anything. Well, see you later. He rambled on before looking above him to see a bit of mistletoe hanging above their heads. Oh. Um, Evans, he's not going to, whatever. Uh, not to bother you or anything, but he pointed above, and Evans looked up to the mistletoe. Fine, she muttered, and pulled in by his tie for a slow, sensual kiss. As she pulled away and walked off, James stood frozen in shock and awed. What just happened? She sounded really into it. Right? Yeah. Super excited about super it. Super excited. Well, it's kind of a D-bag. So? Uh, yeah. ch- ch- See you later, wow, what was I doing? Oh, right, monster on the loose. He realized he was still on mission and quickly ran toward the shelves trying to find his colleagues. He found Peter first, who was flipping through a standard monster guide. You need to make you some juju. I know. Uh, standard flipping guide. Oh, yeah. Nothing, <clears throat> Nothing so far. Sirius and Remus are three rows that way, Peter replied, and James went to the others. Sirius was on one side Remus another. Both scouring the shelves for the any answers. Anything? Herbology, guide to advanced spells, what's in the afterlife Remus off titles. Got it, Alpin legends and folklore. This is it, Sirius yelled out as he flipped through the pages. A grim expression falling on his face. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> what what does it say? James shouted. <coughs> how how screwed are we? Peter asked, just arriving to the others. Does it say he's immortal? Can we not kill him? Remus barked out. "'I don't know,' Sirius blurted out, turning the book so the rest could see his pages. "'It's all in German!' At <laughs> <laughs> that, the other started him angrily. "'What?' "'Sirius, you do realize Mooney reads German, "'don't you?' James responded. At which Remus grabbed the book and started to flip the pages. "'Let's see. Nope, nope, nope. "'Ah, uh, here we go. "'Krampus, the spirit of evil during the Yule season, "'yada, yada, um, "'can be trapped in an idol or vessel of his counterpart, "'St. Nicholas, indefinitely.' The statue. No
1: shit, Sherlock.
0: Okay, so we just have to find another statue. Problem solved, right? Sirius asked. However, Remus continued reading. Nope, James replied. However, if freed from the vessel or idol, Krampus can only be destroyed by a symbol of the holiday season by one more than one opponent. Okay, then, so what exactly would be a symbol of this season? Because I'm pretty sure we can't just stab him in the eye with a candy cane. Also, we don't know if these people celebrated the holidays the same way as us, Remus explained. Hang on, the Alpines were full of pagan traditions, right? Sirius asked, gaining a lot of confused look from the others. I pay attention in class, sometimes. <laughs> anyway, a pagan tradition that survived into modern day and the holiday season is bringing an evergreen tree indoors. A Christmas tree? We could stop him with a Christmas tree? But how exactly? James pondered. Stab him with a motherfucking Christmas tree. Right? Stick to the heart. Pierre took out his pocket knife. I got an idea. Let's get to the great hall. We need the big tree. (laughs) They took off down the library hall and ran out into the great hall. They got to the staircase, proceeded down, only to stop midway, seeing Krampus and level above them. Nobody move. Maybe he won't see us.
1: It's like a (laughs) T-Rex. Vision's based on (laughs) movement. That's right.
0: At that, Krampus turned and pointed at the marauders. Children, you are mine. He saw us. Time to run. Remus quipped, and they took off down the stairs toward the Great Hall. Krampus stampeded after them, and James saw something out the window. Mooney! James got Remus, grabbed him by the shoulders, turned him to face Krampus, and pointed Remus in the face. Stay right there. You mean facing the bloodthirsty, terrifying, and gaining on us monster, Remus shouted? Did you forget, Remus? You're a monster, too. On occasion... Bombarda maxima, James pointed his wand and blew the wall to pieces, revealing a full moon's light in the gaping hole. Oh, prongs you, just keep him occupied, we'll come get you, we promise. Oh god, Great He shouted friend. as he ran off, leaving Remus in the hallway, transforming into his cursed body. And it's so sad. It's so sad. Fucking <laughs> they basically just like kicked him and left him. Not great friends. Right? They are the worst. As the others got to the great hall and started to seal the doors, they heard a werewolf's howl and a monstrous growl. Good luck, Mooney. And with that, they closed the door. They are <laughs> fucking awful. Yeah. Okay, Peter, so what's your master plan? Sirius asked as they have raced towards the tree. If we can get the top sharp enough and angle it just right, we may be able to use the t- tree as a spear. One moment. So we have to use the really big fucking... Oh, yeah. Sure. It's got more Christmas magic in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, even though they had one in their common room, that poor Remus has spent so long decorating. But it's
1: not the big one. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. You know, Guy is always going to have the big one. Always <laughs> going to have the big one. Uh, Remus and his furry little problem. Uh, <laughs> with that... Peter changed into his form of worm tail, leaving his clothing behind. and proceeded to climb up the tree branches. At the, t- At the top, he changed back and broke through the branches. Toss me my knife. Yes. Here, catch. Squeak, squeak him, um, squeak, squeak him. Um. Uh, James threw the knife, and Peter began to whittle the top of the tree, making it into a sharp point, slowly but surely. A little tiny rat, right? <laughs> uh, that's the best thing Peter's ever done. Yep. Outside the doors, they heard the howls and roars coming closer. Peter, hurry! We're kind of on deadline here. James shouted. (laughs) Got it, Peter replied before turning it. Oh, sorry. Returning to his form as wormed. Oh, so he went up, transformed. Mm. So he's up there (laughs) sawing naked, sharpening the tree because we're gonna leave his clothes. Yeah. I mean, and if
1: you've ever sat on a pine tree naked, you know how comfortable it is. Maybe
0: that's what's happened to him. Sap, just bitter. His ass was all sappy sap. All right. Uh, got it! Peter replied before turning his fo- into his form of Wormtail, falling through the tree and scurrying back into his discarded <coughs> clothes. Wait, my shirt's on backwards. Damn it! Because that's what you're worried about yeah. when, you know, Krampus is trying to kill you. Uh, we can fix it later. Come on! when Guardian Loviosa James made the tree hover, slowly tilting it to face, the, to face the tip towards the door. At that moment, the doors flung open and a ragged and bloody creature was thrown inside. <laughs> fucking Mooney. Its body was bruised and probably broken, and blood covered several parts of its limbs. Mooney, oh boy. Uh, And the three turned (laughs) towards the door to see Krampus walk in, holding a bloody hook on his chain and a scar across his face. His breath was ragged and heavy, his fur and cloak stained with blood, and his claws were broken on some fingers. Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: But again, he is the bad guy.
1: He is, but I
0: know. Barking nails are the worst. You're troublesome, but no more. Now Krampus will feast on your flesh. At this, he started to running forward. His footsteps pounded on the stone floors while the marauder stood still, aiming the tree tip. James studied the tree while Sirius held his wand at the ready, Peter behind him. Krampus raised his chain and roared out, and he came within three feet when, Now, loco- locomotor mortis, Sirius shouted.
1: <laughs> death, death. Uh, railroad death?
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, sure. I think it's like motion stop. <laughs> like,
1: Well, Mortis is death.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: So, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, hilarious. Uh,
0: freezing Krampus' legs, causing his momentum to fling himself right into the path of the tree, impaling him in the heart. Oh. His breathing became slow and ragged, and his arms went lipid as light. Went limp Lippity limp <laughs> <at> slide. Him. <laughs> slide, line, lippity slide. <laughs> Living in the Cats, let's do or die. <laughs> All right, his arms went limp at his sides. It's over, Krampus. Merry Christmas. James mocked the monster <laughs> and pushed the train further. Jesus, James. I told you he's a dick. At that point, Krampus's body began to change color. It became crystal white, "'clear as paper and frigid as ice. "'It (laughs) covered him entirely, leaving him "'just a frozen version of himself. "'Well, that worked out "'pretty,' Sirius began, "'only to be interrupted as Krampus's "'frozen body shattered and spread across "'the floor in the room of snow. "'I spread across the room "'in the form of snow. (laughs) Three inches of the white fluff covered the entire "'great hall, leaving the marauders "'in the middle of a miniature winter wonderland. "'I hate snow,' Sirius "'mumbled. "'Wait, wasn't there something else we had to do? Peter asked, only to be greeted by a moan of an animal. Oh, right. Mooney's a werewolf now, James remembered, Jesus. and knocked Remus out with a blow to the head. Oh, God! Prongs? Oh, he'll be fine. Jesus. Serious. It was Christmas morning, and the marauders were in their bathrobes gathered around the common room Christmas tree, enjoying the threatening. Well, let's recap. We added on to the map's details, discovered an ancient deity, killed it, and got each and every one of our Christmas wishes all in less than two hours. Pretty fine way to spend the holidays, James mused. True. I got to kill a monster. Remus got to use his very little problem for good for once. Peter got to spend more time with us, and you prongs got to snog Evans, Sirius replied. Oh yeah, what was the kiss- Sorry. Oh yeah, what was the kiss life? <clears> ha <throat> ha, tell us. Peter Ugh. put it in. Fucking hate him so much. Shut it, Wormtail. Was there tongue? Remus chipped in. Mooney. At that point, the doors burst open and McGonagall came inside. You four, come with me, now. The marauders all hopped up and followed McGonagall downstairs. Before they arrived at the Great Hall, McGonagall stopped and pointed at the hole in the wall James had blasted. Do any of you have an explanation for this? James walked to the wall, looked around, surveying the damage. Looks like an amateur redecorating, if you ask me. Never mind, just go eat your breakfast before I lose it. And McGonagall opened up the doors to the Great Hall to see the few students who had stayed behind playing and running around in the three inches of snow. <laughs> a few Gryffindors and Ravenclaws were in a snowball fight with a few Slytherins. A group of Hufflepuffs were building a snowman. Of yes, we they were. were. <laughs> and the rest were simply frolicking or making snow angels. McGonagall turned back to the Marauders. Anything to say at all? She huffed at them. Thanks for the snow, Professor, James cheered. Such a nice gesture to their students, Remus chimed in. You are a truly caring woman, Sirius replied. Keep, keep up the good work, Peter added. And with that, they all started running in, dove right into the snowball fight with the others, leaving McGonagall frozen in confusion until she decided to just walk back to her office. <laughs> the end.
1: Yay! I enjoyed that
0: greatly that was quite amusing Yeah. even though it had Peter Pettigrew in it he's the worst worst the yeah he's the John Ralphio. but that was um, fun yeah, so the game that was, was well the Marauders Christmas with Krampus by Operative 18 good job yeah. my only 18. critique is that he kept calling Lily Evans yeah. which I guess they all call other by last names so it's not weird but it's weird because, like, yeah, you know, like, It's weird. Yeah, because, like, the professors call everybody by their last name, but, like, they call each other by their first names in the regular movies, so, like, the fact that he calls Remus Remus but then he calls Lily Evans was, like, a little It's fun. weird.
1: Yeah, it's weird.
0: Yeah.
1: I always feel like it's weird to call people by their last names if you're not in the military, though. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of a military-exclusive thing.
0: Yeah, it's a boarding school thing sometimes, too. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, not that I went to boarding school, but I have... Uh, but you knew heard. people who did. Yeah, all the cute people. <laughs> yes. So, I'm going to save the one where Santa, Rudolph, Frosty the Snowman, and the Nutcracker pool their abilities to save Christmas <laughs> okay. and defeat Krampus. Uh, because... Sounds epic? It does sound epic. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the Santa Avengers.
1: Send. Avengers, Santa, Avengers, Santa, Avengers. I don't know. I can't,
0: uh, I can't mush it together. Santa, yeah. Avengers. It has to be. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, that's it. My Christmas spirit has run out. Just joking. I never had any. <laughs> that was uh-huh. a fat lie. Happy holidays, everybody. That's right. I I blew out my Christmas spirit when I stuck a Santa hat on my skeleton, uh, but not on Clarence. No, Clarence had a Santa hat, and then. The husband stole it so that he could put it on his stormtrooper helmet because I mean, that's cool too. Because um it's a very large hat. <laughs> so it fit over the stormtrooper helmet. Cool. So when he, you know, had to troop and wanted to be festive, he was a festive stormtrooper, which is why Clarence is not festive at the moment. No, no. While Still a pirate. Both of his friends are. Yep. Currently Jingle jangling in the holiday spirit. <laughs> Even though that one is a you know Death Eater, it's
1: fine.
0: Yeah, it's cool. And they
1: celebrate the holidays too. Yeah.
0: yeah, even you know dark wizards need love. Even dark wizards and need presents. presents. Yeah. So that's it, guys. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the rest of your I don't know next two weeks. We're gonna be gone yeah. for we'll take a week off for the Ho Ho holidays. Yep. <laughs> and yep. then we'll be back for some New Year's spectacular shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I have some festive drinks I'm excited. prepared for our New Year's shenanigans. Ah, I know. So we're gonna come back. Until then, go out, stay fresh, cheese bags. Do shit. Do shit. Bye.